coming straight from the cockpit. It's another episode of Lunatic Fringe with the fucking pilot. Ready, set, go. All right, back in the can for another edition of Lunatic Fringe Into the Void. It's the new studio. I've been working out some technical difficulties, but I think I've got shit working correctly this time to talk again with, well, who the fuck are you? What do you do? Hey, again. Again. Uh, again. <laughs> again, yes. Uh, my name is Olga, and I'm a skydiver. Uh, you're a skydiver. Okay, get more yeah. specific, because we've talked to you before. Yeah, well, I'm jumping out of perfectly good airplanes and fly fast parachutes. Fly fast parachutes, okay. And you just had a, a pretty busy summer season. Yeah, the summer was pretty good. Um, well, we started in uh, springtime in April when we went to uh, South Africa. Mm. And then we had a bunch of fun competition during the summer and some fun time beside the competition. So, yeah, the summer was great. Nice. Now, this was all for, well, remind everybody. So, you're you're a skydiver, yeah. You yeah. work in the sport and everything, but you're uh, competing doing what? Well, I'm competing in a discipline, canopy piloting, and basically it's just flying small parachutes, very fast, very close to the ground, and having fun while doing that. <laughs> nice. So, you're a swooper. Yes. Um, swooper. To, to all the uh, uh, the people that know what's up out there. So, you're you're pushing towards more and more competition, and that's kind of what this summer was about, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Well, the competition, I just love competitions, you know, like the pond is pretty much my stage, and the canopy is like a spotlight. I just love throwing mm. the performance out there. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's, um, it's not as, but it's just fun all the time, and that's a passion of mine. Nice. Yeah, so I want to just compete as much as I can, as I can possibly um, have time off, and, you know, we'll see how this season goes, but <laughs> so far. Well, and you push quite hard to be able to hit quite a few competitions. Yeah, but, man, like, I, you know, I'm not really naturally talented, <laughs> so <laughs> canopy pilots, I had to put some hard work into it, and uh, it's not about the talent, you know, or gender, it's uh, how much you're willing to put in anything you want, and I wanted it so much, I loved the discipline so much from the first jump I've ever made, so I was just pushing, and I realized that the best the best uh, way to improve your skills is to compete with the best when you see the best competing. Sure. And uh, seeing all these big dogs, you know, and out, out there, it's just like, wow, okay, I want to be like them one day. Sure, <laughs> just, sure. Just like, getting closer and closer and just charging a little bit more. Well, and you, uh, you didn't have a great start to your sport with Canopy. Well, I don't know if I had a great <laughs> continue. <laughs> this. Yeah, I mean, but, it's, it's I a, mean, in the very beginning, though, you were you were scaring people. <laughs> man, it's not a canopy piloting thing. It's just in general, you know. Like when I started skydiving, I was jumping with a, a radio in my head, like thirty jumps after my first skydive. I got already a license, and a DZO was giving me a radio and like, okay, just go for it. I'll just watch you. I'll just, you know, I'll be. Wait, 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 wait. You uh, had graduated AFF, and yeah. they were still. You were still on a radio. Yeah, but I mean, like, it was a small drop zone. You know, Ukraine, small drop zone. Everyone loves each other. You come there, and even if the weather forecast but, is shit. And you drink but. cognac on the drop zone. Yes, I know. It's like I already packed my parachute myself, but my landings were shit. But you were still on a Well, what was it? I'm, I just uh, cannot judge the distance from the ground. Like my depth perception is fucked, and I just. It's getting better after like 12 years. I would it's fucking well. hope so. You're a competition <laughs> swooper. Yeah, it's getting better. It's getting, I'm getting there slowly, slowly, you know. Wow. <laughs> but it just proves that anything is possible, right? Impossible <laughs> just takes a little bit longer. It just yeah. takes a little bit longer. Yeah, fair enough. Well, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, I applaud you going from needing a radio at, you know, 30 plus jumps to competing. Yeah. Um, w was there a, a big switch? Did you just figure it out at one point or? <laughs> no, I don't think I actually figured it out. Because <laughs> you are, you are one of the most injury prone skydivers I know. Yeah. And how many times I complain about that? <laughs> no, no. I mean, you don't, you're, you're actually the one that pushes through the injuries for sure. But I, I've, I've visited you in the hospital more than once. Oh yes. I know. Yeah. I know. It was a good drugs though. 
man. Fair I, enough. Yeah. Fair enough. You, 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 for once, you looked very nice and kind when I was there. Oh, <laughs> see? No, no. Well, okay, so um, you, you obviously, you, you pushed your way through to becoming competition scout. Everyone, when yeah. we talked to you and Cornelia together, mm-hmm. um, it was very obvious that you were pushing hard towards it. Well, this uh, summer was your chance to start really competing. So what was the first competition you went to? So the first competition we, me and Cornelia, both went, it was um, in April. We count it as a summer, right? Because it's the beginning of the season. Mm. So, I mean, more or less. Um, And it was, uh, we went to South Africa prior to train for... Um, World Cup that happened in November, but they also they also held nationals, South African nationals in April. So right. we just went there to train, to check out the landing area, to compete, well, to drink some wine, to see our friends because sure. you know Skydive Pretoria, it ran by Billy and Angie and the Charmans, yeah, ooh, yeah. it's an amazing place. It's a beautiful place. I really like it. I feel like home there. Well, now it's also pretty high in elevation, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So when, how was that? Because your normal jumps are sea level, aren't they? Yes, they are. And uh, well, I mean, um, honestly, it was more scary to think about the elevation prior I came there because I know how many people broke in the bones there and how, <laughs> I, I mean, so it was my concern, man. I was sure. like, fuck. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like well, if... it should be. It should be everybody's concern when you're, when you're, especially when you're stepping up that high because what, it's a 4,000 foot elevation, yeah? Yeah. So that's up there. It is up there, yeah. And the canopy, uh, the wing flies way faster. Sure. Not in my case, but <laughs> got other people. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, you just pop up the. Uh, I, I did bump the altitude quite a lot, and I was just very conservative on a few first skydives mm. because I heard a lot of stories and I know of people that been broken there a sure. few times, and um, yeah, but you know, you just like if you take it step by step, and if you plan like we did, plan ahead, and you're like, okay, I have one week to train, to get used to the altitude, to, you know, find out my setups. Um, Yeah, then it's, that's okay. I I wish I'd be like as talented as some of the guys that I know that they come and they're like, oh, I'm going to do three jumps, one accuracy, one distance, one speed, just training that. And that's it. I'm ready for the competition. I need my time. But you're talking about people that have probably been doing this a lot longer than you, right? Yeah. So you'd expect that. So, I mean, a couple years of competing down the road, that probably will be more like what you're doing. But you can't expect uh, to be able to to bang that out your first real season in competition. I mean, it's, it's a progression. I mean, I've I've given you enormous amounts of shit for trying to oh, go yes, faster than than uh, um, I thought you should progress. And granted, that's not my call; it's yours. Um, but I definitely give my opinion. <laughs> Man, but to be fair, like, I start flying uh, fast wings after being in the sport, I think, like, six years. Sure. So I wouldn't call it a fast progression, though. No, well, your your progression to the fast stuff wasn't quick, but your progression in the fast stuff yeah. seems to me to be. Now, granted, I'm I'm not that guy. I don't I don't swoop like you do. Yeah. You know, I yeah, guarantee you, do, you can... Whatever you do, 90 degrees on toggle? I, mean, I do my I, 270s. <laughs> fuck oh. off. Fuck off. Oh, well, probably the last time I saw you swoop it was, I don't know, like the previous century, but it's Oh, no, fuck <laughs> off. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. I actually haven't been jumping a whole lot lately because I was too busy traveling and then work and all yeah. that stuff. But but no, I'm the the cool thing about the position that I'm in is I don't have to impress anybody with my swoops because nobody's watching. Well, me neither because um, like uh, whenever I want to impress, I, I do impress. So I'm, not, I'm normally not trying yeah, to. Yeah, but it's more of a cautionary tale with you. It's, oh, fuck, that was impressive. <laughs> No, no, and I, I give you shit, but I've I've watched your progression over the last couple of years from the uh, when I visited you in the hospital and was actually pretty concerned with you to where you are now is night and day. Uh, so, so I'll take it as a compliment. Yeah, no, absolutely, it's meant as a compliment. You're you're doing um, a, you're doing at the high end of what I was hoping you would, which is great. Yeah. Um. So you went there for the nationals. You couldn't compete there though. So were you just guest no, we competitors? Did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we just came. It wasn't like for us. It was just more like a training to catch up with our friends, to check the area, you know, to check the landing area. And, um, yeah, just obviously you do your best. 
mm. at any competition, but you compete as a guest at any nationals that you. How'd uh, you do? Shit. <laughs> Like when I did uh, when I did this competition, I was so low. I was like, "Fuck, man! If if that's how I'm gonna compete on the World Cup, then I'll rather just fucking go and play bowling because yeah. that's not that's not a, not gonna work." If anyone could fuck themselves up bowling, I believe it would be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not trying any other sports anytime soon. Fuck sure. That. <laughs> but so, so to go to a competition like that, the nationals where you're you literally can't medal. You're just a guest competitor. You're just measuring your Yourself against. Um, All right, have we met? I'm not, I, I couldn't medal anywhere, right? There. So yeah, you just got. No, that's again. not true. But yeah, so it's it was it was just uh, um, good practice for you. But I mean, did you get out of it what you expected? Did yeah. you learn some lessons? No, man, for sure, for sure. Like at any like any competition, any anything you do in life will give you the lesson, right? It's just uh, it's just up to you to take this lesson and to understand what was about but um, obviously like uh, the great thing about being there was like okay you get used to the elevation you get used to how fast uh, your reaction should be at some points like a little bit of turbulence from that side so you kind of you know you you know the area a little bit better so when we came back in November I was I wasn't like terrified like I was nervous, but it's normal, you know, being Sure, nervous, you'd been but, there before, so you but had... But you, like, kind of, you go there, you're like, oh, I know, I know what, I'm, what I have to do. I know sure. how high I have to pull. I, right. That's... You had some idea of what to expect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it's cool. But the first one was a good learning experience. Yeah. Now, so you went there. That was in, you said, May? April, yeah. Oh, so or quite early. Where was where was next? Because you've been really busy. You've been all over the place. Not just skydiving <laughs> as well. You've done a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, um... The well, so skydiving wise, we we went to Italy, to Ravenna, and I absolutely love this place. It's just like it's not even about the guy. What this was m- his What was his name? Uh, <laughs> how are you talking about the boys again? Huh? I was just asking. I'm, I, I mean, we have like an hour, so it's no, no, not enough just, time anyway. I was so just wondering just, if there was, you know, you know, all of the names. So. I do. I did not. I was so, but it was back to Italy. What was it? Was it Mario? But, oh, Mario. No, Mario in his suit impressed me in South Africa in World Cup when he actually set the speed record. Man, I mean, like you have to take your head off. PD team, uh, Mario Ferruzzo. Are you kidding me? Ciao, Mario. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah. Oh my God! Now you made me blush. <laughs> that was the idea. So you're in. You're in Italy. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, we came back to the competition again. Yeah, I was just I giving you shit. Yeah, I know. You just this. fall for it. But anyway, go ahead. So yeah. So yeah, we came to Ravenna, and uh, it's always nice to be there. The, this place is so it's just like home as well. I What's mean, the drop zone? Pull out. Skydive. Pull out is in Ravenna. It's Skydive. Pull out. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Skydive pull out. Yeah. Wow. All right. That's sets the tone for that drop zone. Man, it's it's an amazing place. Uh, the setup of the drop zone is amazing. It's like the packing area is made like around uh, so you kind of see everyone who's packing at the same time sure. and now, uh, amazing drop zone. I love this place and uh, always, always looking forward to come there. And this competition this year, it was re- it wasn't like that big. I don't remember the amount of people, but I think like twenty five maybe okay. or, or so competitors. Sure. But it was like all the like all the experience. The PD team, you know, like it was Ginny and Kurt, Cornelia, obviously. Like, mm. I was people to compete against, sure. and it was really nice to see these people flying. And to learn from it, and yeah, you know, like Italian wine is really good. As well. Sure, sure. Now, when you're competing, are you're competing open now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, finally. So <laughs> no more, no more, no more intermediate shit, huh? I did only one intermediate competition, man. I was just only first one that I've ever done. I mean, yes, I, I mean, seeing me fly, and you can say, oh yeah, she's probably intermediate. But no, it's, it's no, 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 not at all. And again, I've not seen you in a competition setting, so that's why I ask. Um, I mean, I don't know. I only know from the people that I talk to, and I don't know enough about the field that's out there right now. I'm, I would assume it's a pretty big field. Yeah, well, it is. Yeah, it is. It's so many good competitors and chicks that are flying right now. Like, I have a respect for every to every uh, girl that mm. is a canopy piloting and, and competing. Uh, like, you know, Cornelia, Robin, Logan, uh, Jeannie. Jeannie is fucking amazing. I love this human. It's just like you look at her like little Barbie, you know, like. 
pink and shit and then you understand how determined this woman is it's like a pitbull in a skirt is just fucking amazing it's sure well i mean we've talked about it before but um i don't personally think that uh, um your sex should play a part in uh cannabis oh pounding. fuck absolutely not you know it's, it's, it's not like uh we're talking about fucking power lifting no, um no. or anything like that where men obviously have uh, just a genetic advantage there's no genetic advantage in being a bigger guy in a sport like canopy piloting or or anything skydiving related really oh, that, so that is absolutely true and yeah. that's the beauty of the sport that it's not really about a talent or agenda or whatever no. you equally have to go and jump out of the plane you have to you cannot just go to a tunnel and don't get me wrong i don't have anything against a tunnel and i mean like i'm a shitty free flyer anyway <laughs> but i mean i love the free tu- uh, I, I love um wind tunnel but it's just not about that and canopy piloting and i think that's what makes our community like camaraderie you know like you sure you have this kind of support from each other because you know that everyone is equal whoever you are whatever you come from if you go and get on this load and you just go and jump and you train sure then you have a equal um you know chance Everybody's to win got the, yeah, yeah absolutely well i mean you and cornelia brought it up the last time that we talked because i had asked her um being kind of groundbreaking as she was especially to be you know taking the podium um if she was treated differently uh, and she was the first one to say oh no absolutely not i was very welcomed by all the competitors yeah. male and female and that uh, she never felt um that you know uh, being a woman or a man made any difference which was super cool yeah um because i know that that's not necessarily the case in other not just disciplines but certainly not in other sports yeah i mean like uh don't get me wrong i absolutely also absolutely against like separating female and male in sure, so Martin, yeah uh but uh, why so so you are you not going to compete anyway so. no no <laughs> you might I mean, be like you might be my back in the day hey you're sitting right next to my silver medal I asshole know, yeah I know. exactly man, as the male as that. the male portion of a female sky surf team and yeah, i man. do not think that there should have been separation and i believe you had a podcast with your teammates yeah like, it was awesome actually and i i remembered something after the fact because uh, we had talked and and uh, i had told the story about how uh, we had gone from intermediate to open class yeah. to compete against Craig and Tanya as the only other team members they were in the female category yeah, and back yeah. then they separated male and female and mary didn't remember it quite the same as me and then it dawned on me we were both right uh, in that she and i were the only competitors against craig and tanya yeah. but we actually beat i want to say three or four of the male teams point wise oh. um that you know were in the same competition awesome. so although we didn't have any other direct competitors we were far from the lowest scoring team you in were the feeling, nationals right you were I was filming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was on the board and I was filming just like Craig and Tanya. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, it was, I think we would have taken out of a, I don't remember how many there were, but we would have probably taken the bronze medal had it been one competition. You, you, you should have just take your pants off, then you probably would win. <laughs> <laughs> like you had more experience in that. Well, yeah. <laughs> at yeah, for at sure. that time. <laughs> I definitely more, logged more time without my pants on, but that's a different story. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, it, so it uh, it was a shame that back then there was that separation because I think it did a disservice to not just the female competitors but the male competitors as well. Because as a guy, I would not want to go into a competition and only win because the best wasn't competing in the same class as me yeah. because of their different sex. If a, if a woman is better than me at something, I want her to be better than me. I don't think that I should win just by default because we're not in the same category. That's bullshit. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. yeah. That's, that's bullshit. So it was a shame that they separated it. When they did stop separating male and female sky surfing, guess who was the top of the heap? A female sky surfer. Hmm. Which is the way it should have been. You know, so uh, I'm glad that at least for now, um, canopy piloting has not gone that way, and I think it would be a real shame if they did. I hope we're not gonna go this way because there is no reason to do so, unless like you know, some female will want to get the separation to get some you know uh titles and medals but which is very low i think I then cannot. it's just like it's it's like to have a a, a record and being the only person representing exactly. the country exactly. you know i mean like, i, I can't that. fathom a single woman that i know now wanting to separate men and women so that they can win especially in this day and age i mean it's yeah. it's all about you know equality which it should be 
you know, especially in sports where, again, the, the genetics of strength play no part. Oh, not, not, nothing at all, yeah. Yes. yeah. Not to mention you. I mean, you probably bench press more than half the guys that compete with you. Yeah, so. I can probably bench press you. Like, <laughs> look at uh, you right there. I don't think you can. I still think I got you on that one, but I'm not sure. I'm I, not I, sure. I think you got me. Yeah, so so right you're right. in Italy yeah. um, getting drunk on Italian red oh wine. and and uh, Reds. Yeah, reds. Oh, man, it's just because you red. You just well, yeah, drink red right now. Italy. Red wine. I don't know, man. <sighs> anyway, um, <laughs> you're... So you, com- <laughs> you competed there, yeah? Yeah, yeah we did compete there. And uh, then uh, we had some time before we um, uh, start making our way to Klatove, Czech Republic. And Klatove is like one of the most wait- awaited competition in a, like, a year. Sure. You know? Pink Skyvan, yeah, for those that Big don't know. Yeah, Pink Skyvan is a competition that everyone is waiting for. It's not just because of the closing party, which is also one of the reasons everyone want to be there, but the competition itself and pretty much everyone, all the best skydivers in the world that are there. It's normally a competition close to 100 competitors. Wow. Yeah, um, so uh, we were on the way there. We, s- we had some time to stop in Skydive Bovek and um, Bovek. Bovek. Well, wait, Slovenia, wait, hang on. Slovenia. You're skipping forward. How'd you do in the Italian competition? Oh, I, I, well, I was happy with with what I did because it was my first, um, my first year flying my new wing sixty seven. Um, and uh, and Z Petra well, wait, is, is this the one that you've uh, posted the Instagram pictures of Aww. you having the romantic dinner dates and <laughs> and camping in the sand with your parachute? Oh man, no! What is it? Sky underscore umka? Yes, exactly that for is. Instagram. Sky <laughs> underscore umka with Instagram. If you're curious, you can go on her Instagram page and see some. PG-13, if not R-rated uh, photo shoots that she's done with amazing. her parachutes. Man, this wing is so sexy. Come on. I mean, like... With her parachutes, who, uh, at least according to her, is is the best relationship she's ever had. It's the longest relationship. <laughs> it's going to last longer than... Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm telling you, Sky underscore Inca, you've got to check it out. Yeah, I, I, these pictures are something else. It is. Yeah. I mean, I found them very funny. I think they're adorable. They're hilarious, but they just keep getting... Oof. Oof. <laughs> just oh, go check them out. Oof. Just go check. <laughs> there, the the uh, the um, the parachute pictures are only bested by the cat pictures. <laughs> well, you know, I don't even know what to say to that. I mean, yeah, like they're both yeah, they're both yeah. adorable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but so yeah, uh, so the, the yeah. lessons that you learned in South Africa yeah. did well for you in Italy. Um, no, you know, like I easily forget the lessons that I've learned. <laughs> Like, <laughs> no, but I mean, like, hey, if we're talking about the progress, you just, yeah, of course, like, every jump you do, every every single step you make, it leads you to some experience, like, that you have to learn, right? To mm. a lesson that you have to learn. So, of course, like, uh, whatever jumps I've done to South Africa, whatever training jumps I've done here, it's... Um, you know, it's just like every time you just make a note for yourself, or I shouldn't do this, and maybe I'll do better. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but it's a long game. You know, sure. it's a, like you just keep on progressing because you have your goal, you have a bigger goal ahead of you. And, you know, some people get it easier, some people get it not as easy, and uh, it's okay. Sure. It's okay because, like, no one been given a dream without you know, the chance to making it come true. Yeah, you of know, course. You just of have course. to work harder. Well, of course. So, yeah, like, I in uh, in Italy, I did pretty good. I mean, like, I didn't podium or anything, but I was pretty good, uh, pretty, pretty happy with my performance. Cool. Yeah, so. I, I mean, I know it's competition, so ultimately you're judged on your position in the field, but I, I especially with something like skydiving, I think um, your own personal opinion of your performance is much more important than whether or not Man, you end up on the podium yeah at the end of the day you only you only competitor is you right yeah. i mean like the you, you are the one you're going to face in the mirror and ask sure. yourself a question did, did you, you do did your you, best yeah did you do your best yeah. like it doesn't matter like i've realized for me like i don't even look at the scores anymore because it's all relevant it doesn't matter is that true 
I'm trying not to. Hey, I'm I'm learning. So, okay, I'm so, trying to be like, come on. <laughs> so what you're saying is you obsess over the scores like everyone else, but you're trying. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm to, trying. Like, right. I'm trying. I'm trying. That to was that right. was a nice try though, but I'm not letting that <laughs> No off. fucking way am I letting. Hey it go. man, I just really I'm trying to work on this visualization which shit is good. So, uh, which breathing, is good. You know all this. I just don't want the the younger skydivers that are listening to the podcast to go, oh my god, she's so zen and she's I, figured I'm it out. I'm trying, man. I'm You're sitting. trying. Hey, I'm that's... Da- I downloaded like five fucking applications to uh, meditate in the morning, and I turn one on and I'm like, oh fuck, this See, voice. I don't like this voice. Okay, next one. Oh fuck, that's too long. The next one, I'm like, oh man, this one is just a little bit ridiculous. So close your eyes that's... and shit. I'm like, fuck, how am I gonna learn how to meditate and be zen? You know, like it's if kind that... of the opposite of zen is obsessing over which um, meditation well, app Well, whatever road you take, what, I mean, like, hey, it's Fair just enough. the, you, I, you send I, the I, manifestation, you know, and then you, you'll get your way. Yeah. You'll, you'll just, find. Just tell the youngins how it is. You're trying not to obsess over those uh, yeah, scores. Yeah, like, I'm pretty obsessed about the scores, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm obsessed about my performance, not about, like, but normally, like, when you land, you know, if you've done shit or you've done sure. well, it's just, you are your own judge and, like, sure. I'm absolutely, what I'm, uh, and I, I hope that, uh, others, uh, other competitors are the same. Like it's not like when you do shit, you want someone else is do even worse so you can win. Yeah, it's just like you land. You're like, oh, I've done shit. But you look other people performing, and you're like, oh, fuck that. He's he's done very great. Well, but or, see, that's one of the things that I've always really appreciated, not just about skydiving, but uh, uh, lately in particular about the canopy piloting. I remember when uh, Junior had gotten back from one of the big, very public competitions, and. Uh, I was being shown video of the competition. It was the one where they were landed on the the raft in the water. Oh, yeah, yeah, in uh, yeah, yeah. I can't even think of where it was. I don't, I don't remember that one. Yeah, and uh, um, seeing the behind the scenes footage that they had shot of other competitors while other people were in the air, and how excited and happy they got for their direct competitors. Uh, you know, with with very few exceptions, I saw nothing but uh, pride in other people's accomplishments, which is very fucking rare. Yeah, that's good. That's uh, that's uh, that's a camaraderie I told you about. That it's just like you look at up. Like we, I'm fucking happy to see Mario. <laughs> Ciao, Mario. Uh, <laughs> setting this, you know, speed record. Sure. Uh, like or other other guys or Cedric. Cornelia first, and then Cedric uh, setting the distance records. Sure. It's just amazing to watch other people flying and doing the best. Yeah. Because you know how hard they worked for it. Sure. You know that they just, this is a moment of the glory. They put the best. They just fucking brought it. They sent it the way sure. that they should, that everyone should. If, you, if you're going to compete, you cannot be a little pussy and go like, oh, I'll just do it. A little turn and sure. a little snap and just a little fly of a course. little bit. And just fucking send it. Of course. And, um, well, and that's one of the things that's unique about that particular aspect of the sport. I just got hooked on watching this uh, Netflix show that's all about F1 driving. Okay. And even on the same team, the team members want to fucking kill each other. And there's zero desire for the other person to do well. And there's zero desire for them to you know, help forward their, their team Man, member's it career. Happens. Sure, I've of course so it, many four-way teams. Like, not many people know. Yeah, but that, that's why we're talking about canopy piloting. Yeah, so canopy piloting stands out to me but in it's the sport. A solo sport because it's a solo sure. sport it's a solo sport but at the same time you have people that are like that you don't get sick of them because you only see them on the competition sure. so you grow to respect and value uh this time that you actually get to spend with these people sure. right uh like when i was in the four-way team <laughs> uh bailey team fs team and i absolutely love uh fs for uh, skydiving mm. i absolutely like formation skydiving uh, we've seen so many teams around that are, like fucking hate each other, but they just stay together for their bigger goal to like to win the medal or whatever. Sure. I'm not sure. Like, I'm not sure that I could do that. Could no, you no. like? Could you? <laughs> could it, I? Yeah, man. You probably you cannot even stand one person around yeah, you. No, <laughs> it's it's no. I'm I'm not good at at faking that shit. It's pretty obvious if I don't like somebody. Oh so. my god, I cannot wait for our next adventure. How are you gonna? Deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 I mean, like walking. Can we? Yeah, uh, no, no, we can segue yeah. into that. Sure. So, so you and I are going to have the opportunity to uh, retrace some of my steps, but in a little bit different because it looks like we're going to go to Skydive Everest. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Is, that's, that's a dream coming true. That's like one one of the dreams that I've also had. Mostly because you did uh, your uh, hike to uh, Everest Base Camp. Yeah, my trek to base camp yeah. and around there, yeah, which and was 
beyond epic. Yeah, and then you showed me the videos and you were like, <gasps> dying the audio videos. And I was yeah. like, fucking hell, because you trained a lot, man. Yeah. You were running the stairs and yeah, yeah you're pretty fit, fit as well. It's so, hard work. Yeah. yeah it's hard but work. I'm looking forward to it because that's going to be epic. So how did that come about for you? Because uh, um, we've had a few friends that over the years have been able to go and do the jump and, and stuff. But uh, yeah. um, I know that you had decided a little bit that you wanted to see that area. But how is it you got hooked up with Skydive Everest? Oh, well, it's just like, it's funny enough, like, as, as I told you before, it's like manifestation. It's like something that you want. It's, you're going to have it. You mm. can have it all, just not advanced, right? You just, you're going to have it. Mm. Like, if you want it, somehow the universe will just fucking send it to you. And it's your choice to take it or to pass Hey, don't hey. We're not uh, talking uh, about boys now again. I'm eh? not. I'm, I'm not a follower of the secret. I don't believe that hey, you I, manifest. You, you forgot that I'm Zen now, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I have right, five right, applications right. to meditate. <laughs> Shut up. I'm and not listen. trying to. I'm not trying to burst your bubble. I'm just saying that the. I don't think the universe sent it to you. Yeah. But that being said, so go ahead. How go do ahead. you say so, that? Like it's all about fucking harmony. Yeah. No. <laughs> anyway. So um, and I have friends, Sujita and. And um, she's mostly based in Nepal. Yep. And uh, so we've, we've, like, I've met her a few days, a few years back, and she is a fantastic person. Yep. And she just contacted me and she's like, oh, I know that you, you know, you mentioned that you would want to have to go to Everest. And, you know, skydive Everest is something that everyone kind of, in the back of the mind, consider as a you know like a tick from the oh it's a bucket list yeah item, for from sure. the back uh, bucket list and sure. so she asked me if I would want to be if I would be interested in a hike to the base camp sure and I was like fuck yeah but I'm not sure if I'm gonna have like time off because I have all this time for the competition sure. plan already and then I realized that probably I will make a plan I'll make a plan sure. because this is a like one life a one time life opportunity yeah. and I would want to do that. And uh, and then when you and your girlfriend are going to go with us as well, and yep. Alberto, and yep. um, so it's going to be a bunch of friends, uh, you know, hiking together oh, to the epic. base camp yep. and suffering together and yeah. getting... Well, with uh, in regard to Sujita, she's uh, the one who uh, suggested and requested that I go along because our f- mutual friend Alberto is going to be going to jump as the first Italian national yeah, to jump yeah. the flag yeah, over gonna, Everest. That's going to be um, epic, yeah. So uh, I'll be going there specifically to write about uh, his experience and his jump. And, of course, I get to relive the experience because I get to go back, yeah. um, which was incredible. And I was there for uh, the stuff on the ground for last year's Skydive Everest, and I was there for the, the the blessing ceremony, the puja, yeah. which was fucking awesome. Fuck, you show me this video. It's just so nice. Oh, yeah. I really, it's, really want to, like, it's just stunning. present It's there. stunning. You know, and it's, them, you know? Yeah, and that all takes place just above Namchi Bazaar, which is yeah. the coolest little fucking town I've ever been to mm. in my life. And, 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 of course, then you're jumping from, I believe it's 26,000 right next to Everest in this yeah. stunning valley. I mean, it's just... Well, nothing new for you to jump from 26. As far as I know, you've done a jump for 28,000 with no oxygen. I have, I have, yeah. Not the smartest (laughs) move I've ever done. And I've flown 30,000 foot loads as well, but... uh, But um, with the oxygen. Yeah, with oxygen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But um, so to be able to go and document this and then to continue on after the jump up to base camp again will be quite the I cannot believe I have to just deal with you every day for 14 days. It's just going to be terrible. Oh, see, that's the greatest part about the trek Everest is you're all going to the same destination, but so you yourself. can walk as fast or as slow as you want. Well, you're going to be slow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the best part about it, though, is you don't have to set your own pace. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. I was stupid, though. I carried all my own shit, so I had way yeah. too much weight on my back and uh, um, was too stubborn to to hire anybody to, to do it. it yeah. So I definitely made it harder for myself. But now uh, you're going to take less, right? Oh, yeah. No, this next time around. Because I'm, we're going pretty much the same time that you yeah, went. So. I'm, I, see, I don't care how nasty I get. I'm going to take like two pair of underwear. <laughs> you, you, you remember your girlfriend's walking with Yeah, friends. no, no. She already knows. I've <laughs> she, already she told takes, her. She takes one pair of underwear. So you just like <laughs> the, the benefit to it is it's really fucking cold, so nothing starts to smell too bad. And number two, you are way too tired to want to get that close to it. Anybody. 
awesome. So, We're just going to get drunk on the tea, in the tea houses. No, no. Good. See, that's the other thing I didn't do. I didn't drink at all until I was on the way down. It's a tea. Yeah, I'm, to- I'm talking about the tea. Tea in oh, the, the tea, tea? house. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the, actually, it's the lemon, gin- lemon honey ginger. Oh, that's the shit. That one, yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Anyway, uh, so yes, uh, with uh, uh, with the help of Sujita, we're all going to be going and uh, having a, an amazing experience. Of that, I have absolutely yeah. no doubt. Now, so uh, we're going to backtrack a little bit since we got off topic. Um, you did Italy. You did okay. Yeah. You were happy with your performance yeah, in Italy. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Uh, on your way to Klatovi, to Pink Sky Van. Yeah. Um, and there the competition went. How did that go? No, it was, um, man, I love this competition regardless. I mean, like, I obviously, obviously, uh, like, you know, it's a, what is it, third year I've been to Kladove, uh for the competition. And, you know, like, first few years, it's very humble because you're still rookie, you're still learning, you're happy with whatever score you get because you've never been there before. Sure. So, so it's unknown area for you, you know. But now, I know unknown becomes a knowledge sure. so you kind of already getting the taste of flying a faster wing so you can be hard on yourself and i can be hard on myself big time you know that yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah absolutely and so like when you fuck up i can be like oh my god I-, I can tell you about all this turn the page you know past is a past you cannot change this shit but like myself like i'll be like <laughs> yeah because you're the girl inside. that can't choose between the five different meditation apps you've got <laughs> They're all shit, man. I just have to find the sixth yeah, one and yeah, just yeah, get yeah. over. Not so zen. Not so zen. I'm just saying. Uh, hey. So you, you go to Klatovi and you kind of know what's coming. Yeah. You know what to expect. And plus the big party. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I just like, uh, I'm pretty happy with like some of the rounds. Like the competition in general is always fun. It's always great. You know, like it's uh, very hard conditions uh, sometimes to deal with because Sometimes you get turbulence, sometimes this, sometimes that. Like many factors that can like be difficult compared to other places. Sure. To swoop. Sure. Uh, in, in this particular place in Skydive Cloudway, Pink uh, Sky Van. But um, yeah, I was pretty happy with my performance on some of the rounds. And that's that's at my level right now, that's what that matters the most. Because uh, as long as I, uh, I, I learn something from my jump, as long sure. as I see the bigger picture and even it was like three shitty runs and then I had like six good ones, I'm like, okay, cool. What what am I going to fix on this ones? Right. What am I going to take from there and I'm just going to do better next time I go? Sure. So, and uh, yeah, it was good. And the party was great. So <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> so, so what's, uh, you say there's somebody that's listening to the podcast that doesn't skydive. Uh, or low-time skydivers that haven't really figured their Mm -hmm. groove in the sport. Um, What's the motivation towards working towards even being the best canopy pilot in the world? I mean, it's certainly not financial. Um, you're, you're, you're never going to, you know, make a, a good living signing with Nike, yeah. uh, because you're the fastest canopy pilot. No, sure um, not. and there's a lot of people that don't jump that would go, well, then why are you doing it? What's the motive? What's the motivation for being the best canopy pilot in the world when literally half of the actual sport of skydiving doesn't know who the current canopy pilot is? Yeah, man, it's, uh, it's like, it's a question that can be, um, you know, uh, addressed to any other area of a life because why people buying uh, expensive shit, you know? Like, why are you buying, why are you collecting, for instance, like expensive phones, expensive cars or mm. whatever, right? Um, like, yeah, you probably have money and skydivers probably, normally they don't. But like, once you get into skydiving and you find your passion, like I've, I've found... I fell in love with canopy piloting on the first jumps. I didn't even I didn't even make my first jump. I was walking to the plane when I saw Seva swooping in front of me, as I told you in the previous podcast. Mm. And it was like that's it. That's like that's my decision made. I I, I want to be become a swooper. I want to mm. become a canopy pilot. Well, I found out what it what it means later. Sure. Right? Yeah. Of course. Of course. But um, I think like we all driven the, with the idea of of uh, something like you, you're passionate about something and uh, if you have a possibility, a small chance to become best in it, mm. it doesn't matter what you do in your life. Sure. You can, you know, have 100 
cats and train the cats. Don't don't go there. <laughs> don't I'm and wasn't train say the anything. cats. And although I do think it's rather telling that that's the analogy you decided to come up. No, with. it's just like something that came out of my mind. You know, you become just the best fucking coach of the cats that's in it. the world, and it's amazing. And shut up. But like I don't know, like Paul Sky Paul. underscore Umka <laughs> to see Olga's future. Just look for the cat pictures. <laughs> anyway, like if you like something so much that it just drives you to wake up every day and to go and do that, I, I'm, I'm okay to spend all my money on swooping. I'm okay to spend all my money on the wings and traveling to the competition as long as the moment I jump out of plane, the moment I pitch, the moment I see the pond, and I know, like, this is a moment. This is a moment of the fucking myself being the happiest and in present in total zen. <laughs> sure, yeah. That's um, that's what I think. Well, see, that's the. That, it's kind of funny that you you mentioned the whole zen thing because I think for people like you and me and and a lot of out there, that whole meditate your way into zen is really fucking difficult to do when we find that exact thing that we're looking for during what other people would consider the most insanely stressful situations of their lives, and they are that stressful yeah. for us as well. But we achieve. A level of focus uh, in that moment that maybe some people can find easier on the ground. Um, I've meditation was always difficult for me because my head just doesn't fucking stop. I can't get yeah. it to turn off. But when I'm in, uh, you know, uh, an intense skydive or uh, an intense flying yeah. situation, guess where my mind isn't going? Any fucking where else? Way. Yeah, that's the thing. Absolutely. That's, like uh, my work as a tandem instructor, and people are asking, like, what do you feel? I'm like, oh, it's it's hard to explain what you feel in a free fall, especially when you've done so many jumps, right? Yeah. But, like, I remember myself, uh, first time I've jumped out of the plane, and it was a military canopy, it was round, round canopy, yeah? So, but then I've experienced a free fall, and I remember the free fall part, it was like a pure fucking meditation. You Because mm. I don't know what exactly meditation is. I'm not being yogi or whatever you know but i i believe that meditation is when you can be in the present moment that you can be here and now yeah, and, it's living and, in the moment absolutely yeah, and enjoy like whatever you take from this moment bad or good and um for me this skydive it's exactly it is because you cannot really think of something else exactly well and again that's kind of why i backed off of the whole um meditation trying to find that inner peace that way because it doesn't exist there for me my brain doesn't shut off but as soon as you put me in those situations nothing else exists and that's a, a level of calm if to you to for lack of a better word yeah. in a very stressful situation that i don't think a lot of people get the whole li- the idea of living in the moment is that meditation thing yeah. it is all of that no, and, for sure. so- and I, that was one of the probably the biggest things that hooked me into skydiving is realizing at one point holy shit that's this? Oh, but, wow. I mean, okay. like, don't you think, like, skydiving is fucking cool because, like, you meditate at one moment and then, it, like, you meditate during the day and then at the night time you have this whole community and <laughs> right. you just get fucked up and you're like, hey! Pretty much. Okay, let's wake up and meditate again. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, no, I, I really think it is. I mean, uh, I, I don't know that many people. And it, one of the reasons that I backed off of skydiving and took a break a bunch of years back was because I wasn't finding that... Um, that living in the moment anymore. Yeah. I was actually starting to think outside of what was going on at that moment. And it's a pretty fucking dangerous place to be uh, either daydreaming or worrying about bills or this or that or, you know, so yeah. uh, it was time for a break because really if you're going to meditate, falling at, you know, 120, 150 miles an hour towards the ground is a pretty dangerous spot to do it. Man, I think we have to launch a meditation app on top of the- <laughs> I'm not sure what like kind of meditation app. Like, <laughs> with some videos from your past, like Las Vegas videos, a little bit just I to. I don't know what kind of what kind of uh, meditation app skydivers could come up with because it would have to put you in a really stressful situation where <laughs> yeah. that's the only thing you can think but about. But then, yeah, and then you just relieve. You like it's sure. it doesn't happen with you, All right? It's just chill. <laughs> well, that's the other thing that non-jumpers and and people that aren't into extreme sports, I don't think they understand, is that yes, it's stressful, but it's stressful in an extremely positive positive way oh, yeah, oh, yeah. like people i think the uh, the word stress kind of gets a bad rap because i've lived a great life you know in large part due to uh being able to cope with 
stress, yeah. you know, and, and stress in a very positive way, but it's still stress. Yeah, man, like sometimes people, like today I had a situation where a person asks me, are you going to pour yourself a drink or am I going to drink alone? <laughs> no, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> well, since so, when do you have a problem drinking alone? I, I, well, never, but... Go on, know, just, go on there. That's fine. Um, so he was like, how do you cope with uh, fear? And I'm like, I don't. Man, every time I, like not every time, but most of the time I open the door and man, all my uh, human nature just screams. Of course, you got you know? millions of years of evolution telling yeah. you what the fuck what are the you doing? What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. You're not meant to fly. Yeah. But then, you know, like the beauty that I found in the flight, the beauty that I found in the skydiving, it just overpowers this fear. Well, and you just like, you understand that, yeah. The joy and the enjoyment and the pride that comes from um, not just, I mean, jumping once, yes, but especially becoming an active skydiver is knowing that you can cope with that fear. Yeah. I never wanted to shed my fear. No. You know, back when I started skydiving, the whole no fear uh, thing was going around, guys wearing T-shirts, and this yeah. is back in the Oakley Blade days and, and mullets and all this stuff, and no offense to anybody that's got a mullet now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, I remember becoming a skydiver and instantly going, these guys with the no fear t-shirts are full of shit what a bunch of fucking idiots i want my fear my fear keeps me alive my fear keeps me sharp and my fear keeps me from going into panic and there's a big separation between fear and panic panic is bad fear is a right fear Fear is is fucking great but you think like i was thinking the other day you know uh that like we all have the fear right we're all scared at some point in our lives but our ability the ability to to learn how to shut down the fear mm. at some points, that's a very, a very important skin, skill to learn. Sure. So, like, whenever I'm in the plane and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm freaking out right now. And I'm one of those people, you know, I would run to you and I'll ask you, are you fucking scared or am I the only one? Because, like, sometimes you come to the boarding area and you see all these badass swoopers sitting there, like, and you, like, I doubt myself. I'm like, am I the only one that actually no. fucking in my pants right now no, because I'm terrified. Not. Not. So I'd go to the boys and I'd be like, are you scared? Fuck, tell me that you're also terrified right mm. now. And like, oh, fuck yeah, I, I am. And I'm like, okay, cool. Then, yeah, no, then no, it's like, we all human beings. We all... What, that's the thing that makes it so fucking cool. So there was a book that was written years and years and years and years ago that I didn't read. Um, but uh, I think it was a family member that uh, read the book. And the title of the book was Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. Yeah, I heard, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so book, and, yeah. And, and looking back on that book, uh, my only thought about that book is, well, why bother reading it? It gave it all to you in the title. That's it. <laughs> Feel the yeah. fear and yeah, do it anyway. Do it anyway. Cope anyway. with the fear. Yeah. Deal with it. Freak out later. Yeah. Freak out later. I've had situations while flying an airplane where I've literally had to, my inner monologue has been, all right, um, this shit is really fucked up yeah. and it's scary as shit. Cope with it now. You can freak out when you're on yeah. the ground. And that's exactly what would happen. You know, I mean, I, I found myself literally laying spread eagle face down on the tarmac after having landed safely after a really scary flight going, Man. okay, wow, that was fucked. But when you're in it, you got it. That's, that's... But that's funny because it doesn't have to be a skydive or fly in a para- uh, plane. No, it's anything. It's, it's anything. anything. Like, I remember... Um, Myself freaking out when I had to change my life from a good corporate job, you know, uh, and go into unknown, sure. go into skydiving, being like well paid, having fucking good career. And then I found this book, What Color Is Your Parachute, you know, and it's just, there was something, something about like, what would you do if you don't get paid, if the money wouldn't be an issue? Mm. And it was like my answer to all my questions. I was like, Fuck, I, I'm, sure. I'm definitely just going to go on Skydive. Sure. I'm just going to, that's what I want to do. But it's scary because you break everything that is being known that is like your uh, comfort zone, you know? So sure. it's same with skydiving, same with you flying a plane or airplane and like keeping us safe all the time. But 
Yeah. Well, I mean, it's 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 not the norm. It's not considered, you know, the the social norm to go jump out of airplanes or or the type of flying that I do is certainly not considered normal in aviation. I'm an outlier in aviation because yeah. I've chosen very yeah, consciously. But aviation is boring right now. It's what is it? Buttons? You just fucking yeah. Press, no, no. I well, it's not quite that. I have I have a whole lot of respect for guys that fly the big boys. Of course, because um, but it's matters, a different kind of flying. Yeah, but the skills matters when shit hits the fan. Right. Well, yeah, I, I but it's it's a different skill set. So in order to be able to land, uh, you know, a seven fifty seven in in fucked up conditions is drastically different yeah. than the skill set to land a two hundred in fucked up conditions. Yeah. Uh, so it's two di- it's very very different yeah. sides of the same coin you know yeah. so i hats off to the guys that can do that sure. i've consciously chosen not to do that for a couple of reasons one of which is for me it doesn't seem like it would keep me engaged um i think it would be too much time just monitoring systems and, and because you cannot give shit people yeah, in the plane right <laughs> so and you well you just... can but uh, you and two to be perfectly really. honest i don't think i'd be particularly good at it um, you know, so I chose to stick where I, th- I enjoyed the flying and enjoyed what I was doing. And so you I, always pick a smaller places where people know you and you can do whatever the fuck you want. Oh, smaller places aren't where you can do whatever the fuck you want. They're the places where you get in the most trouble for being that way. You have any idea how much trouble I've gotten myself in over the years? <laughs> Are we talking about Las Vegas again? No, just in general. No, if you're, I mean, if you're, if you're working for a big company like, say, United Airlines, and, yeah. and um, you have certain issues, regardless of what they may be, they're going to stay not hidden, but you know, they're not going to be out there. You're talking about a company with thousands and thousands no, and thousands sure. of yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. But if you're on a drop zone with, you know, at at the at peak, you know, some of the bigger drop zones have maybe seventy five, hundred people working for them. Um, your flaws get known really, really quickly. So with something like uh, our sport, it's a matter of finding a place where you're accepted for who you are. Um, you know, obviously you should try and improve, um, but uh, people know you, you're a known entity, and they go, okay, yep, he fits, he can do the job, yeah. she can do the job, you know, and they accept you flaws and all, uh, which is a wonderful part about skydiving. For it sure. really is. So, I mean, it's, it's yeah, yeah. It's either way. But again, I, I picked that uh, the area of aviation that I chose very, very specifically, just like you chose to leave the corporate world and go into skydiving. So it's I think anybody that ends up in our sport long term like we have, we chose this. this yeah, is... but it's normally the best choice ever. I've been talking to Regan Titlow the other day um, <clears throat> and uh because he also had the same, like he had a normal life, sure. you know, and then like he just fell in love with skydiving. Yep. And Pissed off to, to Spain. Yeah, man. And it was for me as well. It was pretty much economical suicide, but I was like, fuck, what do I want to do? What what would I do if I don't get paid for it? Right. I don't need money. Oh, it's skydiving, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, and then, then, but then you hear the backlash of don't ever turn what you love into work or blah, blah, blah. That's a bunch of bullshit, too. Yeah, nah. Or what's the other one is uh, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Fuck Holy you. Holy shit. You work. Fuck you. you I work. love what I do and I bust my. Yeah. Ass. Go to a tandem instructor that yeah. loves his job and talk to him after he's done twenty tandems in yeah. a day and ask him if he's oh, working. Man, that's brutal, huh? Right? Ones, yeah. Of course he's fucking yeah, working. You know, uh, working. it's it's not a matter of Though whether or not it's work. work. You know? yeah. like, it's a fun work. But Absolutely, it's, still work, yeah. it's fucking work. You know, cheers. it's it's hard work. Yeah, cheers. There you go. Um, so uh, you did other competitions besides skydiving. You were doing like the Spartan type stuff, yeah? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm um, so I'm a part of ASICS Front Runners, and uh, basically it's a group of mostly exceptional runners. Um, Wait, I'm... did you just try and sideways call yourself an exceptional? No, runner? I just I just was about to add but, and me, <laughs> exceptional runners and me. <laughs> uh, uh, we just motivated to get you know. People moving, the world moving, and um, yeah, the idea of sound mind, mind and sound body is really relevant to me. I like it. I sure. like the whole thing and the whole movement. And um, we all have, like, our group uh, here, like, our group of people is 21 people, and uh, all of them that specialize on some kind of running. Like, it can be marathons, or, and they're very fast, good runners. I wasn't as fast. I hate long runs I kind of I'm not as fast sprinter in some of the boys that we have so I'm like oh fuck the, I have to pick my niche sure, <laughs> what do I like sure, the most sure and I'm like oh I like you know like I like some fun I like to stop 
on my run, and that's what OCR obstacle race, um, obstacle course racing gave me. Is like you run, but you have some obstacles, so you just carry heavy shit, and you climb over uh, like very high shit, or you just throw the spear, or you just go over the mud. So you just have fun in between. So sure. it gives you a break when you run. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I, I like that you've basically flat out said the favorite part of running for you is when you stop. <laughs> I do like, you know, it's a, like, it's complicated. I love running, apart from the times that I don't. So I just, I love it, but it's just, yeah, sometimes you just hate it. Yeah, it's fucking hard. Yeah, I mean, just, uh, it is all this <laughs> zen thing. You go for a run and you just have your me time and whatever. But if you run for fucking 20 kilometers by yourself, your me time doesn't matter anymore. And mm. no podcast or audible can keep me going. The I only just, fucking way running would ever be zen for me is if my chant is fucking ow fucking ow because it no after a while it just <laughs> it sucks crazy. man that's that's, that's yeah. not gonna but put th- me that's like... that's why like for me it was also like i wanted something <laughs> but i want something entertaining i want something that will keep me still be interested in doing what i'm doing keep on going sure. you know so uh that's my niche ocr obstacle um what? obstacle and huh? you you get to keep your very olga style in this, oh my god! So <laughs> you know me, I Sky, mean, come on. <laughs> Sky underscore Umka for uh, um, Instagram, and you will see the <laughs> the most ridiculously great picture of you. You got one. You're climbing up a ramp. Yeah, it, and was, you got a, one, it was a half a ramp that you have to run and kind of just, if you can, jump up. And just hold on top of it, and then you have to muscle up it and just get on. Like, yeah, so you have to that. run and grab the lip of this thing and then haul yes. yourself over yeah. it. And the picture that they got of you is one leg up, one arm up. You've got long pink braids in yeah. with a full face of makeup, and you've got this blue steel kind of pursed lip look right at the fucking camera. And Man, I, it was lucky, lucky that the camera was there. I was so It was the end of the race, and I was so pissed that I cannot run as fast as I wanted to. And when I jumped, and I did it from the first attempt but it's very rare and I'm, I jumped up and I'm like okay I'm gonna fucking get my seconds back I'm gonna just sprint and there is a camera in my face and I'm like okay just all I know is I bow. saw that picture and I mentally imagined you stopping the cameraman from somewhere else on the course <laughs> making him go back there yeah. while you lowered yourself over the side and of the and they just fucking proposed to get that post. intense picture hey, right? I can post for, with my cat I can post with my canopy when I run I run when I when yeah, I when enough. I when I perform, I perform, and that was a like. <laughs> and every one of these photos that you're talking about can be found on Sky <laughs> underscore Umka. How many times you gonna just as mention? Many, my, I'm get many, it out there. You just love. You just they're, my secret fan. You just give me shit all the time. They're fucking great. No, no, Bear Paws. I think is your greatest. Man, fan. he is fucking amazing. Whom do you like the more? Like whom do you like more? His photos or my photos? Or his response to my photos? Oh, it's both. It's both. <laughs> it's both. Because like, uh, so... I'm, I'm like a lot of people. I will see the photos that you post and I'll go, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I can't figure out if they're making me laugh or if they give me a headache. And then, it, of course, I end up thinking, I wonder what Bear Paws is going to do. <laughs> Everyone does. He's oh, like my alter ego. Yep, I Everyone. wonder what he's going to post. When you posted the one of you in bed with the can- the video of oh you in God, bed with that the That was hilarious. I think one the of the best. I'm like, Jesus, I don't know if I want to see Bear Paws doing that. That's- <laughs> You don't want to see his underwear. Yeah, for a show. I'm like, I'm not sure that that's gonna be okay. But so yeah, it's it's kind of funny because I see your pictures and I laugh because I'm like, all right, fuck, that's pretty funny. I wonder what's I wanna, coming I wanna, next. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the one that will will copy them. I'm the one that just tries to come up with the ridiculous comments. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, yeah. you both doing pretty good job. Gotta bust your balls a little bit. Yeah. Gotta. So um, uh, we talked about uh, uh, TV as well. What was your best competition over the over the summer? I would call, um, I would say Ukraine. So after the Klatovy. So it's back home. Yeah, it's pretty much, well, hey, I'm Belarusian, okay? It's Belarus, Ukraine. Yeah, Russia, but you started this. to jump in Ukraine. Yes, but. Uh, Fuck you, you, I know your history. Well, you always so act back like home, you don't. your home drop zone. Yeah, because you what? Because you're only, Russian? No, because, yeah, okay, I know this, you Canadian. You Canadian just don't know the history. It's Canadian. Fine. Yeah. 
<laughs> Actually, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. Thanks for the compliment. Because you're half Italian, right? <laughs> yeah, but still. All right. So yeah. yeah so. Anyway, so um, yeah. After Clutterway, after being open, uh, we got invitation from Andrei Stane to come and compete on the first national uh, Ukrainian nationals in a while. In mm. like, uh, it's a it's a home drop zone. I started there. People. Hence the reason I said you. Anyway, <laughs> it's a second home. Uh-huh. So um, people were watching me there, you know, flying with the radio. People were watching my first tandems there. Like, and uh, people were jumping my first tandems with me mm. and fucking embracing themselves when the ground was closed. Sure. You know? <laughs> like, but now you're coming back to compete. Yeah, and I'm coming back to compete. I feel like, uh, truly... The first day, I just went to the old hangar where it all started, and I, I just started crying. I couldn't hold it. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I was so more. It was such an emotional moment. I was just sure. like, fuck. I just, I'm just happy to be here. Sure. And I need a drink. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, Fair yeah. Fair and, um, I don't know, like, it was a very tough mentally competition because the first uh, first jump I did, I scored zero. And it was another, you know, eight jumps to prove that you actually can, sure, can sure. fly a little bit what better the, than you flew. What was it, speed, accuracy? It was distance. Okay. It, distance is always my weakest. Um, um, so what was the, how come you uh, got a zero? Was it a vertical? Yeah, ver- so distance is basically you have to drag in front of, the, you have two gates. If, if first gates on the water, on the pond that you have to drag before the gates. And then you have to stay low for 50 meters and there is a exit gates on the 50 meters mark. And then you can take off and those people like, you know, Cornelia, Max Mano, Chris Stewart, whatever, Cedric, obviously, they take off very high and they fly very far and it's beautiful to watch. Like, uh, to me, for the past few years, my goal was to make it to the bank, mm. right? So it wasn't an issue for me to vert and <laughs> go over this. It was gate. just to stay dry. It was just to stay dry. And this year, when I actually kind of start improving a little bit, uh, I start verting this gate because of my impassion. Mm. I'm just impassioned. I just verted the gate. But anyway, it was just um, it, it was a good lesson for me as well because Ivan, a friend of mine, uh, Ivan Simineka, he came to me after I went for a walk. Then you know, like meditation. Fuck, mm-hmm. that, fuck that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm quitting. I'm going to play bowling and all that shit. He came to me and he's like, "Okay, what are you gonna do about it?" I'm like, "Well, I don't want to do. I don't want to do anything. I just want to go and die." And he's like, well, you know, maybe you just, you, it's a long race. Yeah. Just get your shit together, yeah. get back on the game. and Best you in know, the world just, get zeros. Yeah. yeah. yeah Best I mean, in the world get zeros. Tornilla got zero. I mean, yeah. like Fucking in the happens. World Cup. Yeah, Absolutely. it happens. Yeah. So I came back and I just played my game as best, as good as I could. Nice. And um, I got uh, I got gold in accuracy uh, against Abdul Bari and Chris Stewart and Junior, you know, See? and Ivan Siminaka and Andre Stanley and other people that are very good canopy pilots. So to me, it was like fuck <laughs> to get gold on sure. the at the drop zone where I started to skydive. It was like a very very emotional special moment. I'm sure it was. Yeah. I'm sure it was. That had to be super cool. And what a great way to wrap up. Uh, you know, your competition season. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was really good. It's yeah. fucking epic. I mean, it sounds like a hell of a summer. Yeah, it was a good summer. So the most important question, since the <laughs> last time that we spoke, um, has your opinion changed any on whether or not all men that don't skydive are pussies and you can't date them? Man, has that he... changed or is that still the same? If you can get the red, slim, leather looking suit, skinny suit like Mario Futuru's hat. And if you don't skydive, it's all good. <laughs> you, you so, oh, so if you look like Mario and you've got the jumpsuit, For it's sure. all good? Yeah. Yeah. And But no issue if they don't jump. Man, there is no pussies. I mean, like, they're like... I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's not what you said last time we talked. I'm pretty sure wanna, you said... I wanna, you... Like, I want to give everyone a chance. Okay, like, so... Get get the red suit. Check out Mario Futuruzo on his uh, social media. <laughs> and, well, I, I yeah. will. I will admit, I, I've I've now known you to date people outside of skydiving that I would not have pictured you with. I mean, you dated the 
the uh, hardcore gymnast. What was he? Three foot five. Yeah. Like <laughs> he. <laughs> Man, he could have bench pressed you. So don't even get there. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. He, it's just he was like a little guy. So that's where yeah, I figured. You know. It doesn't matter really. High, tall, fat. Okay, like ah, uh, but. Fair enough. Rolling. <laughs> just asking. Just asking. Yeah. So, so non-skydivers out red there. Suit, the red suit is an answer. That's right. for sure. Right. If you have a question, red suit is an answer. Man, Mario, you looked amazing. Ciao, Mario. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, uh, last words. Uh, how do they find you? Uh, um, how do they follow you? Uh, oh, my God. They... I don't think you even have to ask me how that. They... You yeah, said no, like I gotta ask. I gotta ask. Already. How do they track the competition stuff, all that stuff? Yeah, I normally post everything on either my Instagram or and my Facebook. And what's your Instagram? <laughs> you tell me. You know no, what's your, what's your Instagram? <laughs> it's sky underscore umka. Spell it. Uh, S-K-Y underscore U-M-K-A. And for those who doesn't know, umka means a little polar bear. <laughs> Not even going to ask. Not even going to ask. Uh, and how about Facebook? How do they find you there? Uh, it's just Olga Naumova. Spell uh, it. Oh my gosh, you make me think. Huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how to spell your own last name? Jeez, you haven't had oh, that much. O l g a n a u m o v a. Cool. So they yeah. can find out any competitions and stuff like that. Any, so anything, yeah. And if you guys have any questions about how not to swoop, you can send me. Nice. <laughs> and you're sponsored outside of skydiving with ASICs. Yeah. So yeah. how can they follow that kind of stuff? Yeah, just ASICs me or ASICs frontrunner. That's just like uh, I post everything on my Instagram. Like cool. All my sponsors are there, and yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, once again, thank you for catching me up on the summer season. Thank you. It was. Cheers. Seriously fun. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> All right. Nice. I like it. Cheers. All right. Once again, Lunatic Fringe Into the Void brought to you by the greatest magazine in the known universe. That's Blue Skies Magazine. Head to blueskiesmag.com where you can subscribe to the magazine. You can uh, submit those photos, try and get them in the mag as well. Also, any article ideas, I really, really i am asking you to write it down. Get it out there. For me, I am The Fucking Pilot. You can find me at thefuckingpilot.net. That's where you're going to get uh, all these podcasts as well as both the books that I've written, The Fucking Pilot book for Blue Skies Magazine and the accidental stripper both of them available in digital and print and maybe someday if i finish it in audiobook as well uh thanks again for joining me for another edition we will see you next time around